Are you ready to give your summer wardrobe an update? It's time to learn what's big for the season and how you can add these trending pieces into your real life wardrobe without looking like you're trying to relive your youth. Today, we're talking about 10 wearable trends for summer 2023. Let's get started. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School, the podcast that gives real-life style advice to real-life women. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary, and I'm a wardrobe stylist who's been dressing everyday women for over 20 years. I'm also the founder of Everyday Style, where we're on a mission to inspire women to love the way they look and give you the tools to make getting dressed easy. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. I am so thankful to have you with me on this audio style journey. Friends, it is time for another trend episode. Can you believe it? You know, my mom used to say that as she got older, time sped up, and I've just really been feeling that lately. When I was looking at my calendar to put this show together, I was like, wait, didn't we just do the spring trends episode a couple of weeks ago? Nope, it's been three months, and here we are, new season, new trends. Before we get into them, though, I want to let you know that our Summer Capsule Wardrobe Guide is coming out one week from today if you're listening the day this episode comes out, or June 8th if you're listening later. I also want to share a big change with you, and that is that we are no longer selling our capsule guides on their own. They're now part of our all-access membership, The Style Circle. If you want the capsule guide, you got to be a member. The reason for this change is that I want every woman to get all the style resources she needs to make getting dressed easy. And the best way to do that is to have everyone in the membership where you can get our style masterclasses, you can get our amazing community, you can get our monthly Q&A style chats where you get all of your individual questions answered as well as just getting the capsule guide. To make it even easier for you to join, we've rolled back the price of our quarterly membership so it won't cost you any more than the capsule guide on its own. You can still get a monthly membership for just $19, but if you want to join for just a quarter, it's the same price as the capsule guide used to be. But now you're going to get access to everything we create, including our members-only podcast, The Everyday Style School Extra Credit. Each month in the Style Circle, you get a resource that makes it easier to get dressed each morning and helps you hone your everyday style. One month, you'll get the latest capsule guide. The next month, you'll get a guide that shows you how to use what you already have in new ways so you can save a little money and not buy as much. And then we wrap up each season with a fun style challenge where you can win prizes just for getting dressed each day. They're a lot of fun. And of course, you always have access to the style masterclasses to teach you those style fundamentals I'm always talking about on this show. When I say you need to know how to dress your body, we teach you to do that. You need to know your style, we teach you how to find it. So come join the style circle for the capsule guides and then stay for all the goodies you never knew you really needed. I can't wait to meet you in the community. So head over to the show notes and join us. Okay, now let's talk trends. As always, a lot of the trends we see in summer are continuations of the spring trends as designers think in terms of spring, summer or fall, winter, right? There's really like two big fashion seasons. So a lot of what we saw for spring is still going strong. And if you want to check those out, go back and listen to that episode. We will link to it in the show notes. But today I'm talking about 10 new ones, 10 easy pieces you can add to your wardrobe this season for an instant update. 
be sure to head to our website because as always, we've got examples and shopping picks for each one. We only have time for 10 trends today, but there are a few more really good ones that I want to talk about. So I'm going to be sharing those in an extra credit episode. Again, that is a Style Circle member exclusive. If you're a member, head over there and check it out. That episode is coming out next week. The first summer trend to talk about is what I'm calling girly details or feminine details. We've been seeing lots of ruffles for the last few seasons, especially in in the warmer months, but now rosettes and bows have entered the chat. I think this one is just really sweet. And one thing I love about it is that it can be hard to create interesting outfits in the summer because you don't have the advantage of layers or lots of texture and, you know, rich fabrics. And I feel like in the summer, something like a basic tank with bows at the shoulders or a little rosette, it just has a little bit more design to it, if you know what I mean, without adding weight or warmth. And details like this can really up your everyday style. You know, sometimes in the summer, you just feel boring. It's just a tank and shorts. It's just a tee and shorts. If you can put something that already has some design and detail to it, it's an easy way to make just clothes feel like an outfit. Now, I've seen bows in all shapes and all sizes from little tiny ones on ballet flats to huge bows on strapless tops. Basically, the whole top is just a bow. So there's a degree of bow out there for everyone. Rosettes push the look a little bit more. Even the little ones are just a little bit more look, which is a wonderful thing if that's your style. I think this is a great trend to add to your wardrobe in a special piece too. I mean, you can do it in an everyday style way, but I think it's a great way to put something just a little bit dressy or or out of the ordinary into your wardrobe for those times where you want to feel a little bit out of the ordinary. I think it's great for drinks on a patio or a nice dinner out. And I think this is also a fun trend for accessories. There are tons of bows on bags and shoes and rosettes and ruffles too. So a lot of the trends that we're talking about can be translated into accessories if you're just not ready to go full on trend on your clothes. All right, number two, speaking of accessories, raffia accessories are having a moment this summer. I kind of feel like this falls under the category of florals and stripes for spring, plaid and menswear for fall. Like it's summer, straw bags are a thing. We all know that, right? But I think this summer you're going to see raffia and woven accessories that are a little bit more elevated and a little less beachy. The beachy stuff is, is still out there. Don't get me wrong. But for example, All Saints, which is an edgier, more urban brand who's known for their leather jackets and their biker boots, they have quite a few raffia bags on their site right now. And I've seen tons of raffia sandals that you could pair with a dress or even a casual suit for the office and look appropriate. I've always been a big fan of, of raffia for summer. And so I'm a big, big, big fan of this trend. The color and texture just lighten everything up and bring that summery vibe. If you want to keep the look elevated, look for a bag with a little bit more structure or a smaller straw weave. That helps keep the beachiness to a minimum. Trend number three is strapless dresses. From body conscious knit tube columns to floaty maxis and everything in between, strapless dresses are everywhere. To me, strapless dresses, strapless tops are just the epitome of summer style. Like showing your shoulders after a day at the beach, it just doesn't get any more summery than that. But I know women have a couple of challenges with this one. First, the bra thing. You have to wear a strapless bra with them. And that's a thing just some women just don't want to do. 
All I will say on this is that finding a great strapless bra is life-changing. And I know that pretty much any bust can find a, a good strapless bra. I shared my favorite pick for a strapless in the Style Circle community a few weeks ago, but I'm going to add a few more recommendations for great strapless bra styles in the extra credit episode for this show. The other question women have about strapless styles is, are they flattering on my body? You know my advice is just to put it on your body and see what you think. Do you like how it looks? And that's the best way to find out. But a good place to start is that remember that strapless styles highlight your shoulders and your arms. So if you want to bring attention to those areas, this could be really good for you. If you want to cover up those areas, this is one you probably want to avoid. The other thing to remember is that nothing exists in a vacuum, right? It's not just a strapless top or a dress. There's more going into it than just the neckline. A fitted column is going to look very different than a style with a full skirt. The strapless neckline is just one part of it. Even with broader shoulders, I find strapless to be more flattering on my body than things with skinny straps, even though all the conventional wisdom on the internet tells me my body shape should avoid strapless styles. So my advice is to first decide if you're comfortable showing your shoulders and your arms. And if you are, look for your best dress shape or top shape and try it in a strapless version. You might be surprised. Let's stick with the need for a strapless bra for just a minute with trend number four, which is one-shouldered tops and dresses. If you have been in a store, if you have looked at anyone's website, you know this is big this season. I love this look so, so much, and yet I don't own anything one-shouldered, or at least I haven't in a long time, and honestly, I don't know why. I think this look is just chic and glam and a little unexpected. It gives a bit more coverage than a full-on strapless look. And I think the asymmetric neckline is really flattering on a lot of bodies. Again, you're going to show off shoulders and arms, at least one anyway. So if you are uncomfortable with that, skip this look. I'm also seeing lots of one-shouldered tops paired with the girly details that we talked about earlier, like the ruffles or the bows on the shoulder. Keep in mind how much volume you're adding to your upper body. If that's what you're looking for, if you want to boost your upper body, great. If you're not, if that's not your goal, look for a more minimalist style without a lot of adornment. Trend number five is what I believe is the color of the season, and that is orange. We had orange in our spring palette and it is still going strong. Actually, I think it's bigger for summer than it even was for spring. So we're doing it again. As I say every episode, color is a super easy way to add trend to your wardrobe. And before you say, I can't wear orange, because I know a lot of you are thinking it right now, let's remember the color rules. Number one, not all oranges or yellows or blues or pinks are created equal. Some are more saturated, some are more muted, some are warmer, some are cooler, some are deeper, some are lighter. You get the idea. So if you want to try this trend, I guarantee there's an orange that's better for you. You just have to know how to find it. Second, wear the color away from your face. If you are one of those people who's like, I only wear my best colors, what we mean by best colors is what is close to your face, right? So wear orange shorts or pants paired with the top that is your color for a way to work the trend in. Finally, my favorite rule, wear what you like. How about that one? I'm a big believer that you don't have to dress your best all the time. If you find an orange top you love and you really want to wear, but it isn't your best color, go for it. I believe in building a wardrobe that's like 80 to 90% best for you. But if a neckline that isn't best, 
sneaks into your wardrobe or a top whose color isn't on your chart catches your eye, it's okay. Life is too short to live only according to the rules of what's flattering. If you like it and you feel good in it, wear it. All right, trend number six is denim dresses. I think this one can be a little tricky, but I wanted to include it, number one, because they're popping up everywhere. And second, I really wanted to point out that the current trend isn't the chambray dresses we've been seeing each summer for ages and ages and ages. This is real, actual denim. And I think that's why this one is a little bit tricky. Chambray is a fabulous summer fabric. It's really light. It's airy. Where denim is not, denim is not light and airy. I personally can't imagine putting denim on my body in the worst of the summer heat, but I know people who wear jeans and denim jackets all summer long. So I don't know, maybe it's just me who starts sweating at the thought of having heavy denim touching my skin in July. Ugh. Hmm. But if you like this trend and you want to try it, I would suggest looking for less rigid, lighter weight denim, something that sort of straddles the line between chambray and actual denim, and then looking for less fitted styles so the dress floats away from your body. And finally, look for a little less coverage, like a sleeveless option or, or a strapless option, so we're not covering the whole body in heavy denim. I don't know about this one. I've seen so many that I think are so, so cute, but I'm like, ugh, hot, can't do it. I would love to hear your thoughts though. Trend number seven, on the other hand, I am all in for, and that is statement necklaces. The reason I'm so excited that statement necklaces are back is that I tend to wear really basic tops. If you've seen me on videos, you know, like I don't do a ton of, I don't even do a ton of layers. I like pretty minimalist tops. We talked about this in the body shape challenge in the style circle that just wrapped up. And I shared that my tops are really basic because that's what looks best on my body, right? I put all the fun on the bottom. I love statement pants, bright colors, cool styles. However, when I'm doing videos in my office, you never see the fun stuff. Statement necklaces used to be my go-to for adding a little color or interest to my outfit while not adding a ton of adornment or volume to my upper body. So I'm really, really glad they're back. But one thing to keep in mind is that these don't really look like the statement necklaces we were wearing four or five years ago. These are smaller, shorter, and chunkier. Now, Short, chunky necklaces aren't really best for my body, and they kind of do the opposite of what I'm trying to do. So I'm going to have to work that out. And what I'll probably do is add an extender that makes them sit in a better spot for me, and I'll avoid the really, really chunky choker-style ones. But I just think this is a nice change from all the little dainty necklaces we've been seeing the last couple of years, or the layered metal necklaces that get twisted no matter what you do. Uh, I think it's just time for a change. I love seeing this one come back. All right, moving on to trend number eight. This one is probably the most out there, least wearable for everyday trend we've talked about. But if you want to take a step toward trendiness to add real trend to your wardrobe, fringe is a good way to do it. Hear me out on this before you're like, nope, not wearing fringe. I first noticed this one when I was shopping with my daughter for her Taylor Swift concert outfit. And I was just seeing a ton of denim shorts with rhinestone fringe on the pockets. I must have clicked on a couple because fringe pieces started following me everywhere on the socials, but they weren't just from teenage stores. They were from places that I would actually shop. So I did a little digging and yep, fringe is everywhere from Forever 21 to Chico's. 
Obviously, the fringe and the pieces look different in those places, which I think is a great example of how you can interpret trends to fit your age, your style, your lifestyle, whatever. Even Ann Taylor has a couple of fringe tops. So even if your style is pretty refined and classic, there's a fringe for you. Again, if fringe on your clothes is too much, there are tons of fringe earrings, bags, and shoes that let you try the trend in a bit of a less bold way. I do think this trend will age faster than some of the others that we've talked about today. So maybe you don't want to invest a ton in it, but again, a pair of fringe earrings or a clutch would be an inexpensive way to make your wardrobe a little more on trend for this season. On the other hand, if you want to go all in, I think a fringe dress would be perfect for going to a wedding or another special event. It's something that's a little bit festive and a little out of the ordinary. And of course, we will give you examples of both subtle ways to do it and more out there ways to do it in the show notes. But I think fringe is, it's just fun for summer. Trend number nine, this is actually one that I shared with our Style Circle members in the spring, but it's new on this show. And that is metallic accessories, especially bags and shoes. Those are huge. I am such a huge fan of this trend because metallic shoes go with everything, everything. They are the perfect non-boring neutral. And the same goes with bags. You know, if you're wondering like, oh, what bag do I pick? What color should I pick? Metallic goes with everything and it just adds a little bit more style than just a black or a beige. My recommendation would be to choose the metals that are best for your coloring for maximum neutrality and flattery. So for me, it would be gold followed by rose gold. I kind of avoid silver. A few women in our style circle this past spring, they weren't sure how they felt about this one. Like maybe it was just a little bolder than they were used to, or, you know, are shiny shoes weird? I don't know. My advice for that one is that for metallics, just like colors, they exist on a spectrum. There are really high shine metallics with almost a mirror finish. And then there are super subtle metallics with just a little bit of shimmer. So you can find the look that's right for you while still participating in the trend. When metallic shoes were big the last time around, I wore my gold Chuck Taylors and my gold ballet flats more than any other shoes. I actually recently ran across them when I was cleaning out my closet. They were worn. Let's just say that. They had been well-loved. And it's because they just went with everything and they added a lot of style. And this past spring, my metallic loafers, which I did send in an email earlier this season, they've been a go-to. And everywhere I go, I get tons of compliments on them. So try this one out. I'm a huge fan. Finally, at number 10, we're going to talk about three styles of sandals that are back this summer, and I'm going to lump them all into a a category that I am calling strappy sandals, but I don't mean what we traditionally think of as strappy sandals with lots of like crisscrossing skinny straps over the top of the foot. Those are out there, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. What I mean by strappy sandals in terms of this conversation and what's trending for 2023 are wrap sandals, gladiator sandals, and fisherman sandals. Now, I could have lumped them into a category called complicated sandals, which might have been a little bit more descriptive, but also not really accurate because most gladiator sandals and fisherman sandals, they're incredibly easy to wear. They just look a little bit more complicated. Do you know what I mean? The wrap style, on the other hand, takes a little more work because you have to get the ties that go up your ankles or your calves in the right place, tied tight enough that they stay up, but not to the point where they're digging in or cutting off circulation because I don't care what's trendy, that's not cute. 
as with any shoe that cuts across your calf, your ankle, the top of the foot, it's going to make that area look wider and it's also going to break up the line of your leg. So if you're someone who doesn't really love her ankles or her calves, or you want to make your legs look as long as possible, lots of straps higher up on the foot, even to the ankle or the calf, they may not be your best choice. But one thing to help minimize that effect is to choose a color that's closer to your own skin tone. The higher the contrast between your skin and the shoe, the bigger the effect will be. So if you have very, very light skin like I do, choose like a a nude, a light beige, a light gold, something like that. If your skin is darker, then you can move into the tans, the browns, the, you know, darker colors. But the higher the contrast, the bigger the effect. I will say, I think fisherman sandals are great for women who don't want to show their toes, whether it's you just don't want to go get a pedicure or you just don't like your toes. Lots of them have a closed toe style, but the whole effect is still open in summary. It can be very difficult to find summer shoes if you don't want to show your toes. So these are a good option for you if you like a little bit more foot coverage. And don't forget, shoes define your style. So a great place to start when you're updating your wardrobe for the season is with some new footwear. There you have it, friends. 10 wearable trends for summer 2023. I hope this episode has given you some insight into what's big for the season and given you some practical tips for making it easy to keep your wardrobe looking fresh and current. As always, take what works for you and leave the rest. The important thing is that you have fun with it and that you feel great in whatever you wear. But I do want to encourage you to keep your wardrobe updated with a couple of fresh pieces each season, because when you update consistently, you never have that moment when you realize everything you own is out of date and you have to start from scratch. That's a really tough moment. So if you just keep doing a little at a time, you never have that time. Don't forget, Summer Capsule Wardrobe Guide comes out June 8th, one week from the day this episode airs, and you can only get it by joining the Style Circle for the same price as a capsule guide. So head to the show notes, join us. You can even join us right now before it drops so you can build an effortlessly stylish summer wardrobe and hang out with a lot of really cool women all summer long. Plus, you get access to our members-only podcast where I'm sharing five more trends for the season and my reviews for some of the best strapless bras out there right now. Don't forget to head to the show notes on our website for links to everything we talked about today. And while you're there, sign up to get our free mini capsule wardrobe guide that shows you how to make a month, 30 outfits out of just 10 pieces. It's just a little taste of what we do each season. All right, I will see you next time. And until then, remember that your everyday matters. So get dressed for it. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening today. If you're loving the Everyday Style School podcast, I'd like to invite you to become a member of the Style Circle. It's our monthly all-access membership that gives you everything we create to make style easy so you can save time and money, have easier mornings, and more confidence all day long. You get our seasonal capsule wardrobe guides, all of the master classes we offer, and our exclusive members-only podcast, The Everyday Style School Extra Credit. Plus, you're invited to the Facebook community where you can get even more style support and inspiration. I would love to get to know you and support your style journey. It's just $19 a month, less than the cost of a clearance shirt you're never going to wear. Come join me and make your everyday style easier.